Right, so this is episode 68 then, and uh, very much carrying on the buzz. And I, I, there's been a, f- a brilliant re- response to the podcast recently. Um, I don't know if I said on the previous episode, it kind of shows me how, like, when you think, when you put a tweet out and you're like, right, there's a podcast, you, you kind of assume that everyone's seen it. Do you know what I mean? But it just made me realize that just like, I don't know, um, tagging the music and stuff and putting it out on the days that I put it out seemed to get a lot more people aware of it. So, yeah, that's brilliant, man. And, um, yeah, the more the merrier listening, obviously, and it sort of carries on this after-party feeling that we've all still got. And uh, Pete Fletcher's got his own very different sort of after-party feeling, aren't you, Pete? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Pete's got COVID. Pete has contracted COVID. Um, how, How are you doing, Pete? How are you doing, man? Good, man. No better place to get COVID than a music concert, so I'm good. <laughs> yeah, you think you got yeah, it right? very mild. Yeah, do you think you got it down the front in the mosh pit? Like I, said, I think going, so. Going absolutely crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Because I had to test right before I could check in, which oh. was right before I went to Temple, Temple Newsom. Yeah. So I, uh, I was clean. I had a clean bill of health going there. And then as soon as I got um, the next morning when I showed up at the airport at like five in the morning, I could feel it already. I was like, uh, something's not good. <laughs> <laughs> it was coughing and sore. And I was, hmm, I wonder. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, it's fine. Well, that's all right. I'm man. Good. As long as you're good, that's fine. It's a small price to pay in it. But yeah, I hope. Uh, Agreed. I hope that you uh, stay on the right side of that anyway. But yeah, where were we anyway at the end of the last podcast? Because I can't even remember whether we actually <laughs> even made it to Temple News. I don't think we did. I think we, we got never to, made like, it I think to Temple News. I think we got to the, <laughs> the sort of after the gig at Glasgow a bit. That's right. Yeah. 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 We talked about Barrowlands and, and, and man, I, I honestly feel like we could probably spend a whole nother episode just on Barrowlands, but we can revisit. I think it's time to, uh, to take that bus ride up to the North to, uh, to Temple Newsom. Well, yeah. Although it would be a bus ride back down South actually, because we're already up North at Barrowlands, but that, that, that's fine. That's fine. But yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I'm just trying to remember exactly where we left off, but I think it was literally just sort of coming off stage and discussing that feeling. I think that's very much what it was, wasn't it? Sort yeah. of focusing on discussing that feeling of coming off stage and yeah. Yeah. I think, I think we touched on that quite a lot. And I mean, yeah, in terms of what we did afterwards, like literally directly afterwards, I don't know what I said, that said on the last one, but yeah, it wasn't like none of us really wanted a late night because we had the Leeds gig, you know what I mean? We had like a day off the next day, which was a travel day and they're never days yeah. off. Do you know what I mean? Cause traveling does take it out. Yeah. But, um, oh, yeah. so yeah, we had a, we had a, a really chilled, um, sort of after the gig, like I said, we just sat around in the dressing room for half hour, for half an hour and then left. But yeah, I mean the next day, the next, it was weird really, because I suppose, you might think, right, once you've done the Glasgow gig, like everything else after that is just pure enjoyment. Do you know what I mean? And, but no, <laughs> that, you know, that's, that's not quite the case. Um, I don't know. It's, it's hard to explain in that regard, but it's like, right, well, that's, that's one done, but there's another one to do. Do you know what I mean? And it's kind of, obviously it felt even more, it's not right to say more important, obviously, but the Glasgow was, um, the Glasgow show was a warm up for Leeds. Yeah. Although, you know, I don't, I, I don't think, I don't think you can really call that a warm up. Do you know what I mean? Because I don't even, I don't even think any, any of us really held back. I mean, Rob might have held back a little bit in terms of just making sure that his voice were really at its pinnacle 
um, for Temple Newsom, and I think he got the crowd involved a lot more at Barrowlands. But fucking hell, I mean that just worked so well. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you know that was that was what made those gigs what they were, and especially in Barrowlands when it's inside and um, all the crowd singing and that is you, you can just hear it like really really loud, even over you know when you're playing. It's fucking that's that's a mega experience. Is that absolutely mega? Uh, but yeah, so it was technically a warm up. Um, oh, and that's the other thing as well. Like the morning after, it was actually like a few hours after being on stage, I suddenly got stupidly hungry. Because before that, <laughs> well, that's, I mean, that's anxiety. Anyone who knows about anxiety knows oh, yeah. that's how it works. Do you know what I mean? I'd, I stopped eating like towards the end of the day before the day before setting off up to Glasgow. Do you know what I mean? Because like nerves were kicking in. And even though your body's telling you it's hungry, it's almost like there's, there's a big wall in front of the receptors that get that where it needs to go to the right place do you know what i mean or it goes oh, yeah. through some sort of screening process you know with some bloody hard-nosed secretary sat at a desk going Pum, well i can fuck off we ain't got time for that <laughs> right now that's kind of how i think my body works um do you know what i mean stuff st- stuff like that it's all of a sudden you're just like oh shit i ain't eating for four days do you know what i mean <laughs> or oh bollocks i need to have a drink or something like that um i get like that when i'm writing as well or when i'm on an idea but yeah so and that was the problem. I got like starving at like two in the morning, but at the same time, I was like, I need to go to sleep here. But I can't sleep if I'm really hungry. But anyway, the next morning, I were absolutely fucking ravenous. Ravenous. Yeah. Because <laughs> although, like, um, although I was starting to get a little bit nervous about Temple Newsom, those sorts of hardcore nerves don't really kick in until like the day, be- like the morning of it. Do you know what I mean? Especially after just done Barrowlands. But it's not like Barrowlands going so well took all the anxiety away it just probably took right. a, li- a little bit of it away but yeah so the, from the, from the morning after i was just like oh my god i've got to fucking eat so we were setting off down to leeds at 11 and um i was just like right i've got to go find mcdonald's and i fucking found one thank god <laughs> much to your <laughs> much to your disdain i'm sure Pete. in fact i think you went to the same mcdonald's and you sent me a message saying oh my god that was disgusting <laughs> It really did taste like it had been sitting there for three days, man. That's, it was... that's, that's part of the maturation process. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was definitely uh, not a great experience for me. I was like, wow. Hmm. I did it just because I was like, you know, Adam's always talking about McDonald's, oh, you know. And you should not do like, it on you know, my behalf. You should not do it on my This is a tribute. <laughs> So, yeah, my, my poor dining experience was a tribute to you, so I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> Fucking dining experience. You can't really call it that, man. Come on. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so um, we eventually set off back down to Leeds and we had a good drive back down. Do you know what I mean? That, that And they're the times that I really enjoy, sort of, when us four are together. And Tim, like us four and Tim. I, th- I think I said previously as well, like, when it's us four and Tim and Tony, I absolutely love that because it's just like it was right at the beginning and we all kind of slip back into that that same dynamic do you know what i mean yeah. which was us four just being absolute kids well and tim being a bit of a kid and then tony sort of stood there just going oh jesus do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah just completely disapproving of everything that we were doing or saying and it was very much you know even though we're like approaching 40 now it was kind of a similar thing really um yeah but yeah i love that dynamic so yeah, we uh, we drove back down to Leeds and uh, like I say, just even something as simple as just driving back down, having a chat, loved it. Uh, but yeah, then I got to Leeds and I had you messaging me going, right, we're podcasting, we're podcasting. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, well, uh, yeah, yeah, if you set up to do it remotely, yeah. And you're like, remotely? What the, what the <laughs> fuck, man? I'm in Leeds. 
I'm actually where you live and you're telling me we're doing it remotely. And I'm like, oh, come on, man. Do you know what I mean? I'm fucking knackered from last night. I didn't really sleep great anyway, despite how hard I tried. And now I've just been in a van for five and a half, six hours or whatever. And you're like, come into the centre of town. Come on, come into the centre of town. So what happened? I hadn't even told you this part yet. I haven't even told you this part yet. My suitcase on the way... That as soon as I got to New York, because I went to New York first to visit my daughter, uh, it was like a, you know, I left North Carolina, spent the day in, in Manhattan with her where she where she lives. And then I'm getting ready to go to Leeds. And on my way to the airport, my suitcase breaks the part where you push. And the reason it broke is because it was so freaking heavy filled with all this recording gear. <laughs> so I had to lug a broken suitcase all around Europe, you know, to get to where, you know, to get there. And so I'm and it's so freaking heavy. All this gear. So uncomfortable going through security where they think I'm a terrorist because I got all these wires and microphones and these weighted mic stands and all this stuff. And they're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm doing a podcast, this and that. And then, you know, so that was funny because when I said to you, I was like, all right, we're going to podcast. You're like, yeah, we do it remotely. My brain was like exploded for a minute. I was like, (laughs) I just saw me lugging a broken suitcase through Europe and then all of that stuff. I'm like, oh, remotely. Okay. (laughs) Okay, that, them, sure. Them, them is your problems, my friend. That is your problem. I've got, I've got to stand in my own battlefield and make my own decisions as a general. And you, have which to is why I said to you, it's all good. Like I, I, at the end of the day, you're absolutely right. I know you were exhausted. I, it was just funny to me because I was like, it didn't matter, like whether we podcasted there or we did it later. But it just was like, I definitely had that moment of pushing a broken suitcase through the streets of New York <laughs> City, trying to get to the airport, going like you bastard i mean that is your fault man like when even when i mentioned it i was like we could just do it on a phone because you know i've got a pod bean app where you can literally press a button and just do it from your phone oh, of course I trust yeah, you spoiled. to be like oh fuck that no i'm gonna bring me bloody twenty thousand dollar studio <laughs> across the world that, that is your fault that you should have traveled in your true I once went to America and took some fucking dumbbells. Do you know what I mean? And like halfway, when I was traveling, I was like, why the fuck have I done this? My suitcase is fucking ridiculous. I tell you what though, that was in the days before extra baggage charges. I think my suitcase weighed about 70 fucking kilos or something like that. <laughs> Honestly, that was in the days before extra baggage charges. Uh, I mean, I got around all sorts of stuff like that. Bu- buying guitars. Oh, never mind. Actually, that's probably illegal. Let's move on. Um, <laughs> you can leave that in though. Fuck it. Um... What no, I totally understood. I, I when you, but then that's why I said we'll just do it later. Don't worry, don't sweat it because I knew you were tired. There was no sense in doing a remote one when you're just absolutely, you know, wasted from a trip all the way from Glasgow. So it made sense to do it later. Yeah, it did. I mean, and, and you know, it was great. I mean, it, I was kicking myself though. And I did feel guilty because I was just like, you know, I was buzzing at the same time as I was like, I'm fucking driving into town and finding <laughs> somewhere to park. I don't go into town, Pete. You know what I mean? I just don't do it. So I, I, I wouldn't have even fucking known where to find you. And then I was like, I might fall asleep at any minute anyway. Do you know what I mean? When it's like that. But anyway, yeah. I did. I did feel guilty about that. My apologies. But at the same time, I don't feel. I don't feel that bad. But so anyway, <laughs> fill, fill me in as to. Um, uh, what you did instead you know what did you do sure. instead that evening well first i met with uh hair foley hair foley uh big fan of the music and uh he brought me an awesome gift it was actually a numbered um fierce panda record which is amazing yeah. never been played so thank you hair for that 
Uh, he and I went and grabbed a pint. Um, and while we were having a pint, we're in this pub in the middle of Leeds. And all of a sudden, this lady comes up and she's like, excuse me, are you Pete Fletcher? I was like, uh, what? <laughs> uh, yes. And it turns out they were fans of the music and, uh, you know, friends of yours and stuff. They're like, oh, yeah, we heard your podcast. We love Adam. And so Paul uh, and his wife, awesome fans, uh, came over and we, we ended up uh, having a pint with them. And uh, then I laid down. I was like, all right, I need to get some rest. I'm tired. I'm, I'm exhausted from the trip. Uh, so I went ahead, got him to my hotel room and I was just about to relax. And then <laughs> Battier uh, reaches out to me and he's like, <laughs> Michael Battier is like, Hey, you want to do the tour of Kipax? I was like, you know what? I really do. And I'm leaving the next day. All right, let's do it. So I jumped up, got dressed again. And uh, he and I, we toured all through Kipax. And I'll share that with you on another episode. But we captured some really fun footage of, uh, of your town, which was kind of funny that I was like all through your town. Didn't, didn't. Didn't you capture an image of uh, my front door as well, Pete? Isn't, isn't uh, that, that an may image? that may have happened? Isn't yes. that an image that you captured? <laughs> I definitely, uh, you know, drove past a certain street that you, uh, that you may or may not live on. Are you uh, but, d- uh, uh, doing a do, doing a bit of a stalk? Were you doing a bit of a stalk there? <laughs> not at all. I was doing a, a tour of the stars, I guess. The stars of Kipax. I'll have to, I'll have to get my 50 cal sorted upstairs. Water. That's right. And a little platform on my roof where I just lay there prone. Just where I'm fucking not having So <laughs> is your putting... studio window the one facing the street? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was quite a, a weird thing. We won't touch on it too much if we're doing a, a separate episode. But when, when, when I started to get pictures from Pete of my road, <laughs> And I'm like, I recognise that monkey puzzle tree. That's like about 30 foot up from my... What the fuck? <laughs> what, what, what? This is before I knew about your tour, your uh, Batier-sponsored uh, tour of Kipax. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we even went into the commercial where you guys first played and uh, actually <laughs> went in with a camera and everything. And boy, the looks I got. <laughs> like, what is this guy doing? <laughs> Are you for real? Did you really? I swear. Motherfucker, oh, I cannot believe that. Oh, shit. There'll be some... Oh, oh God, did you talk? Did you open your mouth at all? Uh, no, uh, I- but uh, Michael was like... He was standing on the ready. He's like, I know someone's going to approach us, so I'm ready to explain it to them if they want. And I just walked in unapologetically like, excuse me, I'm checking well, everything well, out. I'm gonna say, if you started talking and people heard your accent as well, they'd have been like, what the hell is going on here? Do you know, that would have been really confused. Fuck, I can't believe you went in commercial. That's funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't, I don't feel too bad then that we didn't get to podcast because uh, you did get to, you know, you did get to see the oh yeah s- sunny sights of Kipax. Bless it, I made the best of it. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, Christ, I suppose we should, um, yes, yeah, start talking about that day really. And that, I suppose, so that night anyway, I went to bed at like half eight or something like that, half nine. Do you know what I mean? I just thought I ain't slept properly. I fuck it. What did I do? Oh, I went to Mackey's, didn't. <laughs> Of course I did, I went to Mac, so yeah, well yeah, I went to Mackey's in the morning for a breakfast and uh, yeah, I went for a, yeah, I went for a serious bit of Mackey's and then I was like, all right, that is me happy and then I went home and I was chilling and I was like, right, I'm off to bed at half eight, you know, I haven't slept, I ain't eaten, I mean, some people still might argue I hadn't eaten at that point, but as, as I was uh, concerned, <laughs> <laughs> I had eaten so, uh, and I fucking slept really well actually, which I was buzzing about, I mean, this might be fucking detail that people don't give a shit about, but. So yeah, after actually sleeping pretty well, um, woke up to an absolutely incredible day. And that was just the first sign where I was like, oh, thank God, that's stage one. You know what I mean? Out of the way. <laughs> Although you're still thinking, well, it's nice now, but in, in a few hours it could be shit. But 
Um, it was beautiful. Yeah, yeah it was man. A beautiful day. It was. It was an incredible day. But yeah, I woke up quite. Um, quite hectic do you know what i mean and sort of like right i need to get shit sorted here because it was an early sound check we were sound checking at like half 10 in the morning Ooh. so yeah so i mean that was the thing our tour manager quite a few weeks before were like do you want the sound check at leeds or do you not want to bother and i sort of interject <laughs> i interjected and just like um yes I want <laughs> of, the fucking of course sound. i'm not getting on that fucking stage in leeds unless we have a sound check so there's not really any more reason for anyone else to have an opinion here because we're sound checking. Do you know what I mean? Fucking hell. I ain't getting yeah. on stage in front of that many people, regardless of just playing Glasgow, I ain't getting on stage in that in front of that many people. Do you know what I mean? Without having a sound check. So that, you know, that was, that was incredibly crucial. So um, yeah, stressed about a bit, but eventually managed to set off down to the site and that was something that were bothering me because I was thinking, well, how are we going to get on this site? And we've been told that our license plate would get us far enough in to then get to production office and get accreditation and all that stuff. And, oh God, that didn't really go to plan. Um, and I'm, I'm just not the best person to put in that scenario. And I, you know, I kept saying as well to, to tour manager and stuff, I'm like, right, so it's definitely our car reg that gets us in here with no issues. Oh yeah, 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 it's fine, it's fine. So anyway, I got to the first bloody gate and this guy bloody strides over, don't he? And I just thought, oh, this one looks fun. Here we go. So <laughs> I've been funny. Like, I'd, like, I'm right with people, me. I'm the most right person ever if they're right with me. Do you know what I mean? But it's kind of like... Yeah. If, then, if, if they show me, like, a nice level of respect, they'll get, it, they'll get respect back tenfold from me. They will. Do you know what I mean? Sure. If I, if I get a bit of respect from them... I'll go above and beyond in my respect for them. That also works in reverse. <laughs> if that works in reverse. So if you come up to me with any sort of attitude, I will give it back to you tenfold. Yeah. In instantly. I don't have a choice. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and um, so instantly I'm like, oh God, do you know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, jumping forward, the guy on the next gate was lovely. The guy on the next gate, as soon as I drove up, I looked at him and thought, yeah, he's sound. And he was. But it was like, so I, I wish it, you know, I wish I'd have had him on the first gate. But no, they obviously put this fucking, they obviously put this guy who thinks he's a bit of a badass on the first gate, don't they? Do you know what I mean? In his shade and his fucking ca ca crocodile Dundee hat. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Striding over to my car, fucking leaning down into my window, going, uh, what, "Who do you think you are? Yeah, what can I, can I ask you? Uh, can I ask you what business you've got here today? Do you know what I mean? And instantly you're like, oh, fucking hell. Uh, yeah, I'm. Um, I mean, the music, which are a band that are headlining one of the stages here today. Oh, all right. Okay. Uh, well, have you got Fancy any... Fancy uh, yourself a bit of a musician, eh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> have, you got any, uh, have you got any documentation on you that proves that? And I'm like, um, well, no, 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 no formal documentation, no. But I was told that our license plates would get this through to the production office where I'd be able to get, you know... And my pass, my pass. passes and things. And he just sort of stood up and slowly folded his arms and was just like, uh, your license plate is no form of accreditation. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, they, they let me through. <laughs> just through sheer, <laughs> you're going to let me through. You know, a bit of Jedi mind tricks on them. These aren't the droids you're looking for. Mine was sit down, you prick. I ain't got time for you. And that's, that's effectively what happened. <laughs> so yeah, and then I went to the bloody next gate and um, that guy was like, oh, have you got any accreditation? And I was like, oh, uh, I'm in the music, we're playing tonight. And he was like, oh, fine, mate, off you go, carry on. And then he just like, what fucking, why couldn't, why couldn't I have got that guy first? 
you know what I mean? The guy that's just got a nice smiley face, not fucking yeah. Yul Brenner from fucking the original Westworld. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where you're like, fuck me. This guy looks like he's out to get me. And you know, I know they've got a job to do, but so have yeah. I. Think of all the shady characters he prevented from coming in to bother I'm sure, you when you I'm were sure, rehearsing. I'm sure, but you know. Um, so yeah, um, that was it. It wasn't a fun morning. wasn't a fun morning, but eventually I found some friendly faces because it's difficult, really, because that that setup was. I mean, a lot of people are going on about how, how good the setup was. Allow me to retort, shall we? The setup was a fucking joke. It was an absolute joke. The left hand didn't know what the right hand were doing. And the, the two hands didn't even know they were on the same fucking body. Honestly, it was a joke. That, by the way, has got nothing to do with future sound. Do you know what I mean? That is, because as I'm about to explain, that, that site, um, you had another thing on called Slam Dunk, and then there was something else. So that site, basically, I don't know if you noticed, Fletch, but there was effectively four stages in four different corners, and the entire ah. site revolved every day. So every day, a different one of the stages was the main stage. So it was effectively mm. a revolving festival. Now, you know, I can caveat the fact that it was a bit of a, a, a not organised very well with the fact that that must have been incredibly difficult because you had effectively one, you know, one setup running the entire site and mm. then you had different setups coming in each day, you know, because it was their show. So like, yeah, it's, no, a big, no, it's a big thing. Yeah. No one knew how to get out, Pete. Mm. No one knew how to get out. No one knew anything. And I'm not the kind of guy that stands there and goes, oh, okay, no one knows anything. I'll just, I'll just stand here then and just let, let time pass until someone does. Yeah. I don't have that level of patience. And I'm not trying to make myself out to sound like, I don't know, but like, and a lot, lot loads of people look, I mean, it became a joke on day. Our managers were just like, fucking, you, you, you argue with everyone. You, you. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I do not go out of my way looking for arguments. But if some, if someone brings me one, I'll, I'll always, I'll always outdo them. Do you know what I mean? If it's, it yeah. becomes top trumps. It's like, if you come at me with that, then you get that. <laughs> I really, I cannot wait. I, I hope I get the opportunity to ask like, uh, you know, Stu, you know, like, Hey, how was your experience driving in? And, and he'll say something like, Oh, it was great, man. I just drove up and they were like, yeah, come on through. Well, I say, Pete, you joke <laughs> about that. But I said to Tony, I said, how did you get in? And he said, well, just rocked up. And he said, have you got any accreditation? And I said, no, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Can you please help? <laughs> and I was like, right. And he was like, you know, like you don't have to be like that with people. I'm like, I act like Holt with people. I'm only like that with like the Yule Brenner types from Westworld. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Someone who's out to get me. I was like, oh, this fucker <laughs> doesn't know who he's starting on here. This is piss funny. Well, the funny part for me was the first thing I saw of you on that day was on Twitter. You seemed pretty happy and you were walking up the ramp. Uh, and this one lady walked past you and she was like, oh, did you find everything okay? Everything good? You're like, yeah, yeah. And you just kind of like, and then you had that moment where you actually stepped on stage. So that seemed like a pretty positive and kind of scary moment. That was that was directly after all this shit. And um, that was Rachel from Future Sound. And Future Sound were brilliant on the day. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Future Sound were absolutely fantastic. And they worked to any, any little issues that we had, you know, because like I said, people didn't even know how to get off the site. Rob got lost trying to get off the site and then I had to go find him. And that's a story in itself because he, he got lost somewhere at the site. And I'm like, right, where are you? He said, I'm here. So I said, right, wait for me. I'll come get you. So I ran all the way to where he was, got to where he said he was, rang him and went, where are you? He went, oh, well, I've gone back to the stage now. 
And I'm like, right, okay. Well, I'll just just wait there then, and then I'll run back to you again. So I had to run all the way back again. And at which point, I, I don't do a great deal of running. At which point, my ankles were nearly snapping off. I'm like, fucking, I've got to do a gig tonight. Uh, I'm jumping forward here anyway. But yeah, I, I had, you know, it was just a nightmare doing anything. And, and, you know, there were people everywhere in terms of official people, security, and just general, I don't know what you'd call them, but none of them knew a thing it was almost like someone had gone right just stand there all day you get paid do you know what i mean and they're like yeah sound yeah and then you go over and like uh where am i and they're like i don't know like you don't even know where i am <laughs> yeah God, it, yeah it was quite frustrating and i'm sure pete will probably edit a lot of this out but the the, the thing to take home is like it's not all i'm sure everyone knows it's not all good with me do you know what I mean? In terms of like my condition or whatever, like bipolar and ADHD, it's never, it's never always going to be just positive all the time. Do you know what I mean? That what goes up to where I go has to come down. Do you know what I mean? In, in, a, in, in a sense, certainly in a positive and negative mood swings anyway, not necessarily in energy sense. Yeah. But to your credit, I mean, obviously this is a, a very long awaited and anticipated day. So well, yeah, but, yeah th- certainly a certain level of uh, anxiety and, yeah, but why and don't, anticipation why, is, is expected. Why don't it affect Phil in the same way or Stu or Rob? Do you know what I mean? Why are they able to sort of deal with it? And I'm not, and not to jump into that, but that that's something I've dealt with my entire life. Do you know what mm. I mean? When I think I can't, when people, when I think I cannot help but react like that and someone else can, do you know what I mean? You're like, well, what the fuck, what, what mechanism don't I have that allows, <laughs> do you know what I mean? When, when they, no, when, I get it. Yeah. when they can, when shit can wash over people. And like Tony said, you know, you just drive up to him and you say, sorry, mate, I ain't got a clue. Can you help me out? But I don't know. I'm just hypersensitive to assholes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I can't help it. It becomes a separate thing. But I got in, I got in, I got, I got in, but I did get, you know, event, the, the piss take was when I eventually did get past three or four checkpoints and even they were like, how have you, how have you got this far with no accreditation? And <laughs> I was just like, yeah, kind of the look on my face and the tone of my voice got me to where I am right now. <laughs> Are you going to give me my pass? <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um, oh man. So the lovely Rachel from Future Sound came and picked me up in a little buggy and I was eventually taken to the stage. And yeah, that was the moment when I was like, right, okay, okay, right. So then I went up that ramp. Start, well, I started walking towards that ramp and I was like, I need to film this. And um, yeah. switched it around on my face and then went up the ramp. And then Rachel was like, you found everything? And I, I was like, yeah, thank you. But yeah, walking up that ramp onto that stage, fucking hell. And seeing, seeing that, that open field, like empty, that was fucking mental. Mm-hmm. Like uh, hometown as well, you know. I've been all over Twitter after these gigs, as I'm sure everyone's seen. Um, posting a lot of Anthony Harrison's photographs. Amazing photographer, by the way. Um, so grateful that um, he was at that gig to document it in the, the quality, oh, yeah. the quality that he has with those shots. Absolutely, really, really good. Um, but yeah, to to see the size of that field and everything, and in our hometown, and like I said. Um, we used to, we played on those fields as children. I don't mean played music. I mean, ran around as toddlers. Yeah. Frolicked. You know, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, literally unconnected almost just because Temple Newsom is an incredibly popular place around here, obviously. And on sunny, oh, I imagine on yeah. sunny summer days, them, those fields used to be rammed and it don't, with everything removed for all, with all the, um, concert stuff, staging removed, it's huge that place, 
Yeah. You, you know, like we used to, and you'd go out and get ice creams. There's a little farm there. There's lakes, there's woods. It's a fucking beautiful place. And me and Deg um, spent a lot of time there just chilling out, fucking sitting on benches, fucking smoking joints. Do you know what I mean? Chatting shit. Um, a lot of fondness for that. So to walk out onto that stage and look at the fields where we fucking pissed around as kids and, like I say, played football and bloody frisbee and God knows what else we did and just ran around in nappies at some stage. That's literally what I'm saying. We spent our childhood on those fields. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then to walk out on the stage and be like, fuck me, we're playing a gig here. I mean, that's the sort that it's, it's really annoying because that's the sort of shit that don't really sink in enough until later on. And that's why I start doc, started documenting stuff like I do. Smart. Because I, it just, I'm so much about like the business at hand in my mind that again, it's like my secretary who sits there in my brain going, that's not getting through. I can fuck off. You know, <laughs> The process screens out anything that says, "Oi, dickhead, stand here for a minute and take this in. Stand here. Yeah. I ain't got time for that. You know, I, I, like in the moment, I don't really have time for that. It's like, well, if I capture it, I can remember it later because my my memory is so powerful in terms of a link to music or something visual or a video or something that I film myself. Do you know what I mean? I'll I'll be able to look at that shit on my deathbed and taste yeah. taste the air of the day." let alone remember the sounds and everything else. I'd be able to fucking taste the air and feel the temperature of the day at that point, even on my bloody deathbed, just by taking mm. them videos and just by being there. But sure. yeah, that, that was an amazing, incredible moment. Um, and yeah, just like, oh my fucking God, I turned it on my face at the end. Although I don't think that'll have been evident on every platform because you can only put one minute on bloody Instagram and Facebook. Can oh, okay. But on Twitter, um, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a great video, that. Um, yeah, I walked in, uh, went through uh, security and all that, and uh, I don't even know how they let me in with all the stuff I had in my bag. But I got in, and I went straight to the merch tent, got some shirts and stuff and some swag. And then I walked around, and I was looking around, and I turned around, and I saw the buildings uh, that I hadn't seen. I, I, I was in there for probably 15 minutes before I actually saw those buildings. Yeah, And that's when it hit me. That's when I was like, oh, I'm at Temple Newsome because I've been yeah, staring yeah. at that like you said, that house or whatever for so long that, you know, like, and anticipating what it was going to be like. And here I was like walking the grounds and it didn't hit me for like 15 minutes. And then when I turned and saw it, I was like, holy cow, it's Temple Newsom. We're freaking here. It's here. So yeah, that was, that was kind of exciting. Well, yeah. I mean, in that context, that's mad. That's crazy in itself in terms of all the build up that we've been doing. And I remember when we started the podcast actually, and uh, Tony, my manager turned around and said, Oh, you've made a rod for your own back, you know, like doing one podcast a week. You've got to like go all the way to the gigs. And I was like, yeah, you just do fucking wait, man. I've got all sorts of crap to say, mate. Don't, honestly, don't you worry, but I can fill all sorts. <laughs> we, made, we made it anyway, but especially with it being canceled as well. Do you know what I mean? I remember when it got, well, postponed rather. I remember when it got postponed, sort of messaging you or whatever and going, oh shit, man, fucking hell. We're really going to have to spin this out now. <laughs> and that's why you got COVID and more and episodes like that, that I am very fucking proud of. I have to say, I love those episodes. Me too, actually. We can't always be fucking, you know what I mean, what it has been, um, but it is extra special to bring it back to it now in the context and circumstances that we're now in because i don't know like all the and i don't i'd like to think i'd like to think that i've gone a long way to give those shows a level of context that simply wouldn't exist hadn't i done the things i've done and i'm not saying that in a blow my own trumpet way at all 
yeah. I, I, at all. I just, I love the fact that I do. I feel that through the podcast and I mean, probably a lot as well through my initial videos on YouTube, really. And I mean, mm-hmm. people are, um, new people are watching those for the first time, even today. Do you know what I mean? And I'm still getting overwhelmingly lovely messages from people saying thank oh, yeah. you and stuff which i don't know if i spoke about like how much i don't really i've never really sort of understood that i, I mean I, te- I accept it graciously but i always feel like i don't get it man i don't understand why i'm being thanked just for i don't know saying how i feel but maybe that's it maybe you know oh, maybe yeah. maybe that's another thing that makes me what i am but yeah i mean to be able to come up to these gigs and have so much of the fan base um have so much historical context about the band oh, yeah. like how we formed how like we felt and what that was like and you know that's not that's something that's not lost on me is the fact that a lot of our fans grew up with us and went to our shows and but even the dark period where nobody knew what was going on you know like there was a lot of people have reached out to me and thanked me as well for my favorite one and i will say publicly it is not true but a lot of people have said to me dude you are the reason that these gigs are happening you know and i'm like (laughs) uh, that is not true. <laughs> I don't claim that. I, but I thank you for thinking that. Yeah, uh, well, that, that would it, go on. But it's funny. I, but and then I do respond. I was like, you know, I think what we've been doing is definitely enhanced the context for people, giving people that information, that's what I mean. and getting that's them what more I mean. excited about it. For that's sure. what I mean. I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying that. You know, that's all I'm saying that we've given extra yeah. context for people who wanted to look for it because I'm sure there was tons of people who came to that gig and enjoyed it in the same way they would have done, irrespective of what yeah. um, I've been doing. I just love the fact that through um, an organic process of me being reconnected to something that means so much to me and then realizing that so many other people love it as well, um, that just caused an outpouring mm-hmm. of, from me. It happened as soon as we started, as soon as Tim started the WhatsApp group and we all started talking and it got positive when, when we had, you know, a few conversations had to be had, but once they were had, like my fucking brain just opened like a tap and all Mm. this, I mean, it's amazing how powerful your mind is in terms of what it decides. Again, that secretary sat there, you know, just sat there going, well, that memory can do one. We don't need that right now. That's not <laughs> going to be helpful. That's going to hinder the situation that's going through the shredder. Do you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, the, the and like I say, in the WhatsApp group, I would just, do you remember this, lads? Do you remember that? Do you remember when this happened? Do you remember when that happened? And it were at that point that Tony, our manager, said, this is like a mad podcast. And I was like, oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. And they were all like, no, no, I love I love it because, you know, I remember all this stuff too, so fucking carry on. Honestly, I just sat there for days going, look at this video, that were ace, that fucking hell, do you remember how good that was? Jesus Christ, you know what I mean? I just started like my yeah. own whirlwind, which is kind of like what I do. Um, but yeah, there's no there's no doubt that you've played a massive role in, in my, well, I don't know what you call it. Well, you've played a massive role in it from my point of view without doubt do you know what i mean in terms of how much you've uh encouraged me and the, the podcast wouldn't be what it is without you do you know what i mean um absolutely and a lot of the extra context people will have um i think will be from from the podcasts and as i say from my early videos but i kind of i kind of lump those all in together really in my own mind in terms of what they represent do you know what i mean those early youtube videos and the podcast content i kind of see as the as one thing Really, yeah, when I, sure. saw, when I saw when I talk about it retrospectively, anyway. Mm-hmm. 
Well, yeah, there's a lot of fans out there that, you know, I, I love the fact that the podcast has been a place where we could reminisce about it and stuff. But it's funny because everybody seems to have a story. There's been so many. I was able, like I said to you earlier, I was able to grab a couple of conversations from different people at Temple Newsome and just sort of find out like what the music means to them, what their experiences are. And I have a couple more clips. I don't know if you're up for it, but I've got a few if you want. Yeah, shoot, man, do it. Let's sprinkle some in. So met some guys uh, uh, from Kent, uh, Sam and uh, Max, and uh, they had a couple of funny stories. But so he here's the first one, us, uh, 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 one of their music stories. After Welcome to the North come out, we went to watch them at Hammersmith La Palais. Uh, there was three of us, me, this guy here, Max, another guy, John. After the gig finished, uh, one of the guys, John, decided that the band were in the VIP area, uh, the after party and all of that, and John put the old Nokia phone to his ear and kind of strolled past the doorman and said, yeah, 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 I'm coming in now, I'm coming in now. And the doorman let him in. And we were like, shit, we got to do the same. So, so me and him, so we, we just follow. We've done exactly the same. We pretended to be on the phone, like we were some A&R record twat. twat. Went, in the, went into, the, into the VIP bar, bought a drink. Everyone I then, was looking at us thinking, like, you are not are meant to be here. <laughs> my big problem, my, my thing was, I, was, I was a little bit upset with the band because they didn't play Guide and they didn't play Open Your Mind. And they were my two favourite songs. Anyway, I went to the toilet. In walks Robert. I'm like, ah, oh, Rob. I said, man, why didn't you play Open Your Mind? Was <laughs> not being handled. And, and he was like, ah, oh, you know, it's, we had to fit everything in and we couldn't get it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, and all I remember after that is we went back out and we were talking to, I specifically remember talking to Stu we about the about Bo Selector, Bo Selector TV all, all, show, all talking shit, about King, shit, but basically. we basically blagged our way in to <laughs> yeah. meet the band and this was yeah. Welcome to the North 2004, something like yeah, that. Maybe, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that you, you yeah. got, I mean, that's quite, that's pretty funny that, just get your phone out and walk in. I've not tried that. <laughs> Um, <laughs> pretty slick, I thought. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, no, it's, I, I love hearing stuff like that. That is pretty funny. To be <laughs> yeah, here's another one. I really uh, found this guy. Pretty, well, actually, I have one more from Sam and Max, but then I have another funny one about some guys that uh, it, that were in a competitive high school next to you guys that had a pretty funny story. So, it, one more from Sam and Max about what the music is to them. That is such a difficult question because it's the worst you, you name try to search. Yeah. You cannot search. You can't Google search any of their videos, any of their hits. It's impossible to tell anyone. And no one's heard of this band. That's probably the best band. Doves and the music. And you look are the around you and you see what's going on. And you think, my God, you know what happened? The music's B-side album is just, is better than well, anything that UK has produced anywhere. You know, songs Agreed. like dragon song you know songs like rain dance and i'm begging to hear rain dance when adam played that on his uh, uh, twitter when he plays it and he does it i'm like oh you've got to play that good so we're hoping to hear because we, we we've heard every hit we went every year, we heard every year. i want to hear some of the things inconceivable as we know thanks pete for pushing no danger because that is a um, fucking masterpiece that should be, you know, an Ivan Avella or something like that. Because that's just too... It has so many... It's like Pound on Android. It has three different levels of speed. It goes one way, then it goes the other way. I just think they're so underrated. And it's really sad. Because as with the music in Britain now, is just shit. One word so, for Adam. Uh, Keep the faith. Don't worry about what you think in I'm your head. Because everything will be all right. Unassuming legend. He would stand there, like some guitarist... Do, does this Adam just would stand there motionless and then hit take the long road and walk at you like yeah. mate how do you even do that yeah. believe in yourself yeah.
beautiful. Because Just keep the music going, yeah. and the Br Britain will buy it. Because we, there's a lot of people left in this country that doesn't like Ed Sheeran <laughs> and that sort of shit. We want to hear guitars and drums, and there's not many better guitarists that can just do Freedom Fighters, Truth, Take the Long Road, just as effortless as Adam. He's, and he's always been effortless. He's always looked effortless to me. He doesn't, he doesn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a maniac. He's fucking brilliant. Anyway. Good stuff, guys. Pleasure, pleasure. Sam from Kent, Max from Kent. <laughs> yeah, love you lots. <laughs> so yeah, they were definitely good fans. I, I tell you, I could I could feel the love and the passion from those guys, and they definitely appreciate the music. And I, I agree with them. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, that was really touching at the end, actually. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's uh, it's amazing hearing stuff like that, isn't it? Um, what can you say? I mean. You know, thank thanks for thank you to people like that for all the kind words and stuff. It's I don't know, it's mad being out of that sort of stuff. Uh, but um, mm -hmm. yeah. And it is a shame, isn't it? You're gonna have to move on, Pete. <laughs> well, I, I have one more I thought was kind of funny, a little bit of a comic relief that um, <laughs> I think you'll appreciate as well. I went to school at Garforth and um, I was in year 11 and like the, the, the fittest girls in the school, the best girls in the school at the time, all started getting into the music and we got dragged down to go watch them at, at, at Davitz in, in Allerton Bywater and um, they blew the roof of the place and we were like, well, the girls in our year were crazy about them, thought, oh, these guys from Kipax, blah, 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 and we were like, Fuck those, wankers. Fuck those Kipax wankers, man. We're, we're Garforth. <laughs> anyway, eventually we we like gritted teeth. They they blew up, went to America, and the girls came crawling back. Luckily, so it was great for us. And we're like, yeah, fuck them guys. Fuck them guys. What about us? We're still here. We're still here. But it's funny how things turn around because uh, I, I was new with the music and like followed them from a distance or initially, but saw them blowing up on MTV and everything like that. Knew the families um, from a distance. But then I, I went to university and met my wife, well, my missus who now became a wife, and she was from Middlesbrough, but she's massively into them. Went to see them in Middlesbrough and she was blown away by them. And like, as soon as I met her, she's like, do you know these guys? They're from your neck of the woods. Like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know the music. And she's like, they're so good, they're so good. Like, Rob Harvey, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah. But as the years have gone on, we were just so, so into them, both of us. We love them spaces and we're just so happy to be here today. And just yeah, what does it mean for you that they decided to play here in it, Temple Newsom? It's been so long in the making. Like, we, we live literally a half hour walk. We, we walked down today to come and see them and it means, it means the world because we've been We've been so into them for so long over the years. We had some of their songs played at our wedding, not as a wedding dance, but literally the dance floor was filled while we played some like Take the Long Road and things at our nice. wedding. So to be able to come down here today, and we, we've watched them a distance. We went, when Rob went off with Mike Skinner, we went to see, oh, them, yeah. we went to see them at um, Belgrave Music Hall in Leeds. We met Rob and Mike that night. Nice. Had a great chat with them that night. We've been to the streets a few times while Rob's been playing, but to see him back with the music tonight is just, the epitome, absolutely epitome. It means so much for me personally. I've like listened to you and uh, Adam doing the podcast for the last. When he first started doing those videos on um, YouTube, yeah. and you saw a broken man, a broken man, literally just trying to piece things together and just trying to express himself. It was quite emotional at the time. Yeah. And to see him like kind of develop and like obviously you stepped into the equation and managed to help him mould what he wanted to say and develop it into a, like an ongoing debate that's lasted two years which is crazy really it's, it's, it's mad but it's been so good for me but I, I drive all over the country so listening to you guys on the podcast has just been an absolute godsend for me passing those hours so thank you pete thank you adam thank you, my man. Thank you adam if you ever hear this we love you brother we love you pete enjoy the night there you go you're breaking me with these mate honestly <laughs>
Listen, the, the, your, your fans have a, you know, there's a, you're, you have a special place in a lot of people's hearts. I, I wondered, you know, we, we talk about this a lot, but, you know, I, sometimes I don't think you guys fully realize that, but there's like these little, I only captured such a small amount. There are people since the podcast, since we had the last podcast, somebody reached out to me and said, hey, I'm in Canada and I feel the same way and I'd like to share an audio clip because I wasn't able to make the show. And so that's coming on a future episode. So like, yeah, there's people that just, you know, everybody has a story. Everybody, uh, I, I, I don't think... Uh, you or any other musician sometimes fully realize the impact you make, but yeah, it's a special thing. Yeah, man. Um, <clears throat> I, do, I honestly have a bit speechless, really. I don't know what to say. <laughs> uh, that's expected. I mean, it, Temple Newsom was kind of like the epitome, like where people over yeah, all the years, just, over all the experience came together. Yeah, yeah. And people sort of, I don't know, um, recognising um, what I sort of went through, do you know what I mean? Talking about those early videos, stuff. Yeah. They felt it. They walked alongside you, whether you knew it or not. <laughs> there were people walking right right alongside you. Just so cool. Sorry, mate. No, of course. Don't no apologies. Plenty of love there. <coughs> yeah, absolutely. Um. <sighs> I was wondering. Um. I thought this might happen earlier. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But it, it hadn't really. Like, in terms of me connecting with, like, actually connecting with that, I don't know, that level of, of understanding. Do you know what I mean? Or, I don't know. Or some appreciation, I don't know. Yeah, my brain's gone completely somewhere else now, <laughs> so. Yeah. I don't even know. Um, oh, Christ. Yeah. No, I, I, honestly, that one guy, uh, he... I don't even know if he realized what he did, but he actually found a way to articulate what I'm sure a lot of people felt, but never said, you know, honestly, I don't even know if I ever said that to you. So like, um, but yeah, I feel like, uh, from the beginning to now, there's been a, a journey, uh, for you and everybody that gets a front row. It's an honor to have a front row to that, you know? And when people see that, that's just, you know, uh, the good news about that is that everybody's there in a very compassionate and supportive way and that's just i don't know that gives me uh gives me the warm fuzzies <coughs> yeah me too me too absolutely it's <laughs> uh it's overwhelming man do you know what i mean it's overwhelming for me that <sighs> <laughs> yeah look at that adam nutter is finally speechless after two years <laughs> after 68 fucking episodes after 68 episodes you've worked out how to shut me up yeah oh for fuck's sake <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, that's um, I, 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 honestly, my brain's not working properly anymore. I don't even really know know what to say about that, but it kind of must have touched some sort of nerve. But yeah, thank you for people taking the time to send comments like that and speak to you on the day and, and stuff like that. It means the world to me. Do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm sure you know. To the, to the, it means the the world to the band as well. You know, a lot of the things that people say. And yeah, it, yeah, it, it it's true. We do have no idea. Yeah, do, don't we? And I don't know whether I've said it before, but I'm sure I have. But I don't know whether that's what makes it what it is. Um, 
sort of how special it is, I suppose, and how much it means to people. And that's difficult to ever, well, especially when you lived how I've lived for the last 10 years. Well, you can't include the last mm-hmm. two now, but certainly the, last, the 10 years before that, I had no way of ever becoming connected with that. Yeah, I convinced, yeah. I convinced myself we were shit. You know what I mean? I did. I convinced, wow. I convinced myself it was shit, and that's why we were never bigger than we were. And, you know, if people came up to me and said, well, I don't understand why you weren't bigger, it's like, well, because we were shit. That's why. Shame. Well, yeah, but that just shows you how powerful my mind is, doesn't it? Yeah. Because I actually believed it, I think, until I started re-watching all those videos and stuff and big day out, fucking disco, and walls get smaller and that shit. And oh, yeah. Like, fucking hell, who the fuck are they? exactly honestly i didn't even remember that oh fucking hell we might have to wrap this episode up <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah 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 um, yeah but yeah I, I i think we will because otherwise i'm just going to carry on getting really emotional about stuff and i don't you know like just i can't help i can't help it do you know what i mean i can't help it but yeah i don't know where we got to in this episode i think it was me ranting at security guard i don't think we've even got to the bit of us going on stage yet but okay not yet um that's next week <laughs> me ranting about security guards and then getting super emotional about someone hitting the nail on the head or certainly feeling like that but yeah uh thank you to everyone for listening as usual and thank you to all the new listeners as well thank you <laughs>